0: This message is produced by the Transformation Edge Church. We believe you'll be inspired and transformed by it. The Trans Edge, a change is inevitable. When the year began, we started a year of fruitfulness and abundance. A year of fruitfulness and abundance. And we started to explore what that meant to us. We found that fruitfulness... And abundance walks hand in hand. There's no abundance where there is no fruitfulness. Okay, so if it's fruitful, it's great, lovely. But abundance, is, it's like it's produced much more than is expected. It's produced much more than is required. Right? So it sounds like overflow. It sounds like you've got all you ever needed, but yet... Something is still being poured out on you. So this year, we called it a year of abundance. We're fruitful, productive, to the point where we have everything that we need and much more. And the question is, what are we doing with the extra? So we thought about the word extra. So it's a year of extra. It's a year of extra. Extra. Amen. So it's a year of extra. And it's just begun. So regardless of where you've been, you might be thinking, well, nothing is happening yet. It's okay. You become so fruitful that your needs and your wants are met. And there will be extra. See, the extra, the extra is not yours. So God is saying to us as a church... That he's giving us the word, but he's so loaded us to the point that what we are now getting is not for us. It's for those who will come and receive of the much that we have received. So what we now receive is basically not for us to keep, but for us to share. Are you still here? For us to share. You cannot share if you're not satisfied. You can only share when you have enough. You know what I call generosity? You, you don't become generous if you aren't self, uh, you know, if you aren't satisfied, if you aren't fulfilled. You might go, well, I'm just so generous. So whatever is left in my hand is because you were already content. Yeah. That's why you are given. Yeah. Because you know that even your giving will not render you null and void in a sense. Because there's still something. There's still extra. There's still something inside. Now, in Isaiah chapter 32, because that was our key scripture for the year. Isaiah 32. Let's take from verse 15 because that is our major uh, scripture. See, until at last, the Spirit is poured out on us from on high. It's poured out on Who? On us from on high. And then what's the next word? Then. So if the spirit is poured upon us from high, he said, then, and that then is now. Are you still here? Because we've received the spirit of God. He so said, then the wilderness will become a fertile field. Then the wilderness, the place where it used to feel like there's nothing, there was dryness all over the place. He said it becomes a fertile field. I'm not sure where you've been. You thought it was dry. So watch out. All you needed was a spirit. All you needed was a spirit. So he said the wilderness will be turned, will become. Will become a fertile feed, and the fertile feed, as though that wasn't good enough, will be will yield bountiful crops. Can we look at that in the King James Version? Or the amplified even. Let's amplify it a little bit. Let let's make it shout. See, until the spirit is poured upon us from on high, and the wilderness becomes a fruitful field, and the fruitful field is valued as a forest. Did you see it? So in other words, the value of the fruitful field becomes a forest. Because in you, there is a seed that has the potential of a forest. So it's not just there to grow and grow what is only, um, what can only feed just you and your family. Because you're the light of the world. You're the one who allows the world to see. Because when you're positioned right, your light will shine through the room. Amen. When you're positioned right. Hallelujah. So until the Spirit is put upon us from high. Now go ahead, verse 16. Say then. Say that with me. Then. And that then is now. Let's say it again. That then is now. Amen. He said, then justice will dwell in the wilderness and righteousness. That is moral and spiritual rectitude in every area and relation will abide in the fruitful field. Now in verse 17, this is another lovely part. And, it said, and the effects. What's the word effect? What's the synonym for effect? The impact. The outcome. The result. Are you still here? Yeah. So the impact of it. So the effects of righteousness will be peace. Hallelujah. The effect of righteousness will be peace internal and external. That is not only dwelling in your heart, you can share it. That's why it's saying external. You already have peace. In our times, you can't share peace because it's an internal thing. He said, But the way you carry your peace, people can get they, they can just grab it somehow. You can smear peace on other people. That you walk into the room, there's just something about you. And they want, some people just want to come around you and go, hey, how are you? And people are moving seats just to sit close to you. And they are thinking, what is important with that guy that just walked in? No, there's a piece that you carry. Internal and external. So the effect, the outcome, the impact of it. The result of your righteousness. And when we talk about righteousness, it's not about how good you have done things. Because our righteousness is not what matters. It's about the righteousness that we received as a gift. Christmas is actually a gift to the world. It was a gift of Jesus to the world. And that gift of Jesus brought righteousness upon humankind. That anyone who receives Jesus receives this gift of righteousness. So, and he says the effect of that righteousness, not as a result of what you've done or what you're going to do, but the effect of your righteousness that you've received as a gift will be peace, internal and external. It brings about comfort. It brings about everything you ever need. That you might still, you might be in trouble, you might physically be in trouble, but you are not worried. You're not perturbed. You're just going, it's, it's well with my soul. And they're thinking, so why are you not worried? He said, because I just know there's something going on. Someone is looking after me. Are you still here? He said, but, but things have been happening, really terrible. Is about to, he said, it's okay. I'm not worried. Though the host, the army right against me, in this will I be confident. Hallelujah. And it's beautiful. And that's God's word to us this year. He said the effect of righteousness will be peace internal and external. And the result of righteousness will be quietness and confident trust. It's confident. Forever. It's not for a short time, it's forever. It Last a lifetime. Hallelujah. But guess what? Whilst it's a year of extra, I want to make a call to you today. I'm calling you to bring extra. I'm calling you to bring extra. You know, what is extra? extra? Extra is beyond normal, isn't it? Abundance is beyond normal. You know, people, especially from uh, from the country I I originally came from, they go to the market to buy stuff, but the one that they value even the most is the extra. <laughs> and I'm thinking, guys, come on, <laughs> it's the extra. And then they put in their hands on the side so that they can gather even more extra. Uh, that's interpreted as greed. But, it, but it's the extra but you see the extra is not yours the extra is for those who are around you who don't have enough but this other extra that I'm talking about right now is a call for you to bring more than normal because the normal is what you normally do anyway alright, you bring your worship to God A normal worship. You walk with God. It's normal walk with God. How do you do that? You go to church. You pray. You study the word. You share with people. Normal Christian. Lovely Christian. Lovely sister. You pray for people. Fantastic. But that's just your normal life. But now God is calling you to bring extra. Ah, Are you still here? You see, there are some people that your normal life to them is extra. Are you still here? So, your line of extra or your line of requirement in terms of what you need to bring, it's not the same as your neighbor. It's it's not the same. And that is why you find that we, at times, some of us inspire confidence in others because they feel like they're not quite there. But your normal life inspires confidence in them that they want to aspire to your kind of life. So when they are aspiring, they are aspiring to extra. They want to bring in extra. But for you, although your lifestyle is inspiring people, Your lifestyle is actually a normal life. And God is asking you, bring extra. Are you still here? Extra is not what's comfortable. Extra requires sacrifice. Are you still here? Extra is not what, when I've got the time, I will do it. Extra is, I don't have the time. I don't know where I'm I'm going to be able to fit this thing into it, but I'm doing it anyway. Extra is, my schedule is full, but I'm still saying yes. Extra is, I've got exam tomorrow morning. I need to be studying but God calls. How dare I say I'm not available? Are you still here? Extra is, I've got to work. But there's a call. And your mind is saying, how about the money? And your spirit is saying, God comes first. See how Jesus said, The spirit is willing, but the body needs to bring extra. <laughs> Hallelujah. Extra. Say to someone extra. How does that sound to you? So, extra is the idea of what is normal to you is not enough. Yeah. So extra is what is normal, what is available to you right now, what you can easily do, close your eyes and do, it's not enough. Because those who bring extra are those who get promoted. So how is that even true? Okay, I tell you. When you start a particular job, they give you the role requirements, right? And that's what you do. So if you do everything... What do you deserve? Do you deserve applause for doing what you've been asked to do? You don't deserve an applause. All you deserve is salary, which is thank you for doing whatever you've been called to do. So you just get salary. So those who get a word are those who go over and beyond. Who you are not required to be smiling, but at your job... You make sure everyone who walks into the building, you are smiling at them. And at times you're thinking, what's wrong with that girl? She's always smiling. Then very soon, that question about what's wrong with that girl will become, I want to just see her. Even if she's the only reason I go into that company, I want to just walk in and see her. And probably just because of you and your smile, they decide to buy something. They didn't come to buy. Haven't you walked into a shop? But just because of one attendant, you walk in and buy. Just to see the face of that attendant. Not because you're a freak. But just because of how that person makes you feel. Hallelujah. Because one person has decided to bring in extra. Extra. Your normal is good. Your normal fills the bucket. But it doesn't leave a, um, it doesn't leave a trail. Extra leaves a trail. Extra says, "I know the path they've gone and I'm walking it." I we still here. Ask someone, are you ready to bring extra? It's a big call, especially when your bed wants you. Your bed says, sleep some more. And the Holy Spirit is saying, I need you to get up and pray for someone. And your bed is saying, no, sleep some more. Your bed is saying, you know you need this sleep. And your bed is giving you all the reasonable things in the world, saying, hey, you know you've not gotten up to eight hours sleep. You need eight hours sleep to function properly. Lie down. What is wrong with you? And then even your alarm goes off. It snows it. Lie down, your head says. But do you know between snows, you really never sleep. But when you really sleep, you don't hear the next snooze. And you're done. All right, we're not talking about snoozing. Okay, all right. So, but hey, it's time to go beyond normal. Am I calling you onto abnormal? Possibly, probably. Because God needs something more from you, I so, say. Well, why does God need something more from me? Does does God really need anything from me? No, because you are a child of God, and God wants you to be like Him, and you can. And that is one of the things that will inspire extra blessings. Extra blessings. So, my first point to you today is extra walk with God. Extra walk. Ezekiel chapter 47. Extra walk with God. Are you ready to take extra walk with God? Extra walk. Are you ready to get your hands dirty? See, we are six years old. We're six. My six years old daughter, when she has her breakfast, there's a need for her to put her breakfast, uh, the, the 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 plate, in the dishwasher. When she was three, or rather four, she started to understand that when you finish your meal, the dishes don't clear themselves. They don't grow legs and hands and walk to the dishwasher themselves. Someone gets to clean them. So at four, four and a half, she understood to take the dish to the sink. All right? And now it's graduated from, why is this dish in the sink? Because she got to the point where she now knows, well, we've got to take the dish from the dining table to the kitchen bench. And then into the sink. Great, fantastic. That was good when she started. We said, "Woo, fantastic, Oasis, you're doing well. But time came that that doing well was no longer enough. So every time she puts her dishes in the uh, sink, we go, and who's going to take that? Who's going to put that into the dishwasher? Oops, she says. Right? (laughs) Okay, yes, you do. (laughs) I'm your dad. I know what you say. (laughs) All right. And then every now and again, now we're learning how to actually arrange those dishes in the dishwasher. That's lovely. Now, for now, that's extra. But for my older boy, that's normal. That's no longer extra. It was extra at some point, but it's no longer extra. Now she, he understands that when the dishwasher is done, before you put a dirty one in, into it, you've got to check, are those ones clean or they're still dirty? And now he's graduated to actually taking the, the cutleries and putting them away. At the moment, that's extra. And how, how lovely is that? But very soon, it will no longer be extra. It will be normal. What have you been doing in God's house that has become normal? And all this while, you, you got an award. You, you know, everyone applauded you. Everyone was saying, well, how lovely. What you're doing is really good. And now that's become what you just do. You don't even have to study for it anymore. You just do it. You don't even have to pray about it anymore. You just do it. Hey, it's not by might. Yeah. It's by God's spirit. And that is why it says, until the spirit is put upon us from on high. Yeah. Because whatever we do is not going to be by you just willing to do it. It's going to, you have to be moved by the spirit. Yeah. You've got to be moved by the spirit. So, Ezekiel, chapter 47 verse 1. All right. It said, the man brought me, and this man was an angel that God sent. He said, he brought me back to the entrance to the temple. And I saw water coming out from under the threshold of the temple towards the east, for the temple faced east. Ezekiel 47 verse 1. The water was coming down from under the south side of the temple, south of the altar. Now, this water is not just ordinary water. Now, the water actually represents so many things. But let's just consider it as water for now. All right? Is that okay? Good. Verse 2. He then brought me out through the north gate and led me around the outside to the outer gate facing the east. You see, the interesting thing is that he's saying the, the man brought me out. The man brought me out. Huh? Brought you? So you followed. Thank God. Because there are some of us who wouldn't follow. You've been called to say, "No, I don't have the time. I'm working. I've got kids." And we make up all these excuses. And it's not like you really made them up. But well, it's real. It's true. But you've not been able to decipher, all right, how can I work around this? Because the person who cannot walk around is the one who remains where they are. Are you still here? Yeah. There's no growth. You remain where you are. Yeah. And when promotion is coming, it bypasses you because you are not flexible. There's no flexibility. So, don't no, don't call her. Call the other one. So, why? Say, I know. I just know why. you get it later. Don't just call her. Call the other one. And even when that person rudely goes, you know what, stop only, I'm just going to call her. And then you call her and she goes, yeah, I don't know if I can make it. And the other guy goes, but I told you, don't call her. So the man took me. And then the interesting thing is that he's following. He's following. Following. Following is a big deal. Not everyone has learned to follow. People want to be champions in their own life, and that's beautiful. But if you want to grow, you've got to follow. Because there are people that have gone through that path before. You've got to follow. You've got to be willing to be inspired. You've got to follow. Do you want to learn? Do you want to move forward? Don't reinvent the wheel. Follow. All right. So he, the man again, he then brought me out through the north gate and led, led you? Led you? Some people don't want to be led. They say, okay, it's enough. I'll follow you, but you don't lead me. When it's enough time, I'll go. You know what? It's enough. I've had enough for today. I'm going home. So nah, this guy, he said, he led me. He led me. In other words, I gave up my will for, to follow. I'm following. It's not about me anymore. I'm following. So he said, he brought me out through the north gate and led me around the outside of the outer gate facing east. And the water was trickling from the south side. There's a whole lot I could say there. Then there's 3. The first one was, the water was what? Trickling. It was just a trickle, just a little bit. Trickle. All right. As the man went eastward with a measuring line in his hand, he measured off a thousand cubits. That is about 530 meters. A thousand cubits. And then led me through the water that was ankle deep. What? He measured. That's where we're going. And he goes, You come in. So he led me. Now, don't forget the first time the water was just trickling. But now it's at the ankle. It's at the ankle. You're getting yourself involved. You're getting your hands dirty. You're no longer going, it's theirs. You're going, hey, it's mine. Let's welcome on this. Let's try this out. So, but you, you probably might get swamped. Say, it's okay. So here, you see, as the man went eastward with a measuring line in his hand, he measured off a a thousand cubits and then led me through the water that was ankle deep. He measured off another thousand cubits and led me through the water that was knee deep. Ankle, you can still struggle. Knee, you're done. Are you still here? For those of you who... I'm talking to this side of the room. Not, not that side. Not that side. Probably. And that side, too, of the room. For those of you who don't know how to swim, <laughs> praise God. It was knee deep. But the interesting thing is that he didn't freak out, he didn't go, oh, no, we're getting to involved because it's the water and that's the word of God that's the spirit of God that's God's work that's the field said we are getting a big on deeper it was at ankle but now it's knee deep at what point should I tell him it's enough at what point do I turn around and go back home at what point do I go, no, I'm not following anymore because, because this is scary. At what point do I say, well, you know what, I didn't know that this was a call to go preach the gospel. At what point do I go and say, hey, wait, let me go and talk to my wife first. Or let me go talk to my husband or my friend. That, you know, this is the call. At what point do we start to think, oh, uh, you sure I shouldn't give up? But let's see if this guy gave up. All right. He measured off another thousand cubits and led me through the water that was knee deep. He didn't stop. He measured off another thousand and led me through the water that was up to the waist. Can I say something? When your ankles are cut off, you can still leave. When your knees are cut off, you can still be okay. Probably you never walk again. But with your waste, you will never be productive. <laughs> You're done. Your life is almost done, right? In other words, at this point, he's too involved to go back. He's too involved. And at the waste region, there are no more excuses. It's either, should I quit now or should I keep going? Extra. Hallelujah. Extra. Okay, so he measured off another thousand, but now it was a river that I could not cross. Boy, you started off gradually. And all of a sudden, they've called you up and said, come on, come on. And although your head is saying no, but your heart is saying yes. You see, every time you're called to come higher, that is not to say there's no fear in your heart. But it's just that the spirit of God in you is driving you. It's true. It's driving you. Why your head is saying no, but your heart is going. And then you, you're kind of going, oh, no, no, no. But you're still following. Oh, no. Oh, no. Hallelujah. measured of another thousand, but now it was a river that I could not cross because the water had risen and was deep enough to swim in. A river that no one could cross. You see, you are so inundated that everywhere you walk, whatever you do, is just about the vision. It's just about the mission. It's just about Jesus. That people see you, they see Jesus. Because you could just be the only Jesus that they will ever see in their lives. They see you. And God is calling you to a deeper walk with Him. A deeper walk. A deeper walk. Hallelujah. Praise God. All right. Hear this. Verse 6. He asked me, Son of man, do you see this? Of course, He saw it. Because now He's already swimming. So, do you see this? Then he led me back to the bank of the river. So in other words, hey, I've brought you this far. But I'm taking you to the point where you first started. So that you can do exactly the same thing to others. So our call is not just to go deeper and deeper and deeper and be inundated without understanding how to bring others with you. Hallelujah. And then hear what he says. He said, Then he led me back to the bank of the river. When I arrived there, I saw a great number of trees on each side of the river. A great number of trees on each side of the river. We'll talk more about this next time. He said, he said to me, this water flows towards the eastern region and goes down into the Arabah, where it enters where? The Dead Sea. This water flows down and enters where? The Dead Sea, where there is no life, where everything that goes in dies. But this water is going there. So the destination is actually the Dead Sea. And for what reason? He said when it empties into the sea, into the Dead Sea, the salty water there becomes fresh. Because what makes it the Dead Sea is because of the salt. The Dead Sea has no, it it just only consumes. It does not give off. It does not have tributaries that water flows out of. But there are tributaries to it. So anything that goes in, fishes cannot survive. There's no animal. There's nothing that survives there unless it's a weird organism that survives in it. Okay. But this water flows into the Dead Sea. That the salty water becomes fresh. Can you see the water that we've been swimming in? The salty water becomes, in other words, it brings life to dead things. Right? He said, and he said to me, this water flows toward the eastern region and goes down into Araba where it enters the Dead Sea. When it empties into the sea, the salty water there becomes fresh. Verse 9, swarms of living creatures will live wherever the river flows. Anything that is dead, wherever this water comes towards them, they, they come alive. You see what your extra walk can do, bringing life to people bringing life not only to yourself because it's not you that needs a life now you're already here you've received all you ever need but the extras you're getting is not yours it's for others so it's calling you into a deeper walk it's no longer time where you come to church and just come to church for yourself it's about time when you come to church you come to church for others when you bring your worship you bring a better worship you see, when you come to uh, church, you are looking for, who can I bless? Who can my presence bring some life to? Who can I give a cuddle that means much more than a cuddle? Who can I, you know, just say hi to that, that explains everything you've been wanting to say? Who can I, I prophesy over that will bring life into, the, in, into that person? Who can I? It's no longer about me. It's no longer about me. Yeah. You see, every time that I study the word, it's lovely to study the word for myself. But I no longer study the word with the idea of, oh, I just need to learn. Yeah. No, I study the word with the idea of how can I deliver it to the people. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Yeah. It's no longer about me because I, when I study, I don't really understand it fully until I start to deliver it to you. Yeah. Because it's not mine yet until I start to teach it. Yeah. Are you still here? Yeah. It's true. It's true. It's a year of extra. A year of extra. And we are celebrating because it's just the beginning. In the name of Jesus. So I want you to go home tonight and think about what's the next step I can take that requires some level of sacrifice. And when we say sacrifice, it means it's going to hurt a little. Actually, much. Because sacrifice is something that take something from you, okay? I'm not asking you to go all weird on me, all right? I'm asking you to consider where you are at right now. And that path some people have already taken it, okay? But consider where you are at right now and allow the Holy Spirit to lead you. Let your mind become creative. God, what do you want me to do? What do you want from me, God? If only you can go home without questioning your mind tonight. What do you want from me? And let him speak to your mind. Regardless of where you are at, what does he say? He said, wherever that water goes, it brings life. It brings life. It even empties itself into the Dead Sea. And the Dead Sea becomes fresh water. Hey, you still here? Let's start this journey. Let's bring extra. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Can you stand on your feet? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's a time to rise. It's a time to tell yourself, I ain't sleeping anymore. And if someone is sleeping around, you go, hey, I really love you, but I've got to move on. <laughs> it's true. You say, I, I really love you, but I've got to move forward. I, I ain't doing, doing, doing this anymore. We've been kind of slacking. But I realize that I'm not moving on. I'm not moving forward. But I've got to move forward. Otherwise, that person holds you down. How lovely that you've been in it together. You know, you can just be in it together and say, yeah, we are in it together. Let's suffer through. But Jesus already died for you. He already did the suffering. All right? Why not you become the inspiration for that person to see? Because when that person, no matter how much you love you, when that person sees that you've moved on and moving forward, They will come following. They might not follow without seeing the outcome, the fruit. And that is why you are going to be fruitful. That's why you are going to be so productive. So that they can see what is happening in your life. And come along. In the name of Jesus. Extra. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus. For what you do and how you do them. I thank you for uh, your spirit that floods our hearts I thank you for where he leads us oh we are not quitting ankle deep we are not quitting knee deep we are not quitting waist deep we are getting to the point where we are inundated in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus so that we can teach others how to follow the voice of the spirit how to follow the path of the spirit we want to follow follow We want to be led. And I rebuke every spirit of criticism. I rebuke every spirit of I cannot do it. I rebuke every spirit of excuses. Because those spirits, they only have one purpose. That is to hold us back. But no, we are not such that can be held back. Because we are God's children. We're moving upward and forward only. And the gates of hell cannot prevail against us. In Jesus' name. Amen. The message you've heard was produced by The Transformation Edge, and we hope it has inspired you. For more information, please visit our website, www.thetransedge.com, or you may contact us via email to frontdesk at thetransedge.com, or on Facebook, The Trans Edge Church. You may wish to call us on 2 4731-2419. 47312419, the TransEdge, a change is inevitable.